teachers, have you ever felt overwhelmed by all the behaviors in your classroom? Now, that's a trick question because every teacher out there has felt like this at one point or another. And those behaviors, do they seem like they're getting worse every year? If so, then you're in the right place because this episode of Elevating Early Childhood is all about how to improve behavior in the classroom without any rewards, trinkets, or fancy systems. Would you be surprised to hear that 70% of all preschool teachers who applied to my Teaching Trailblazers mentorship program last week said they felt overwhelmed by behaviors in the classroom? Now, I wasn't surprised at all because, as we say in Texas, this isn't my first rodeo. As a veteran teacher of 20 plus years, I've had my own fair share of overwhelming behaviors in the classroom. I still remember the name of the chair thrower I had in my classroom one year. And then there's a little guy who liked to climb everything. In fact, he liked to climb so much, he climbed on top of my filing cabinet, where he then proceeded to throw his shoes towards the ceiling tiles because he knew that they would fall on the heads of his classmates, then he would laugh uncontrollably. Now, I could go on, but just about every teacher out there has stories just like this. And sadly, they've become the norm these days. And these issues I'm talking about, they're not just relegated to certain geographic areas. They occur across all socioeconomic levels nationwide. Listen, we could sit here for hours and talk about why we think student behaviors are worse now than ever before. And we could point fingers and blame each other until the cows come home, but that wouldn't do anything to solve the problem either. The whole blame game cycle is completely exhausting and pointless. And then you add politics into the mix and you've got one giant mess that plays out on repeat every night on the five o'clock news over and over again while nothing ever changes. Here's the thing about all that drama. It's just noise. In fact, it's so noisy that it's distracting us from the real solutions that are staring us right in the face. Did I just say solutions? Yep, you heard me right, I absolutely did. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about a magic pill that will cure all that ails you. I'm talking about real solutions, backed by brain research and science. Solutions that you can implement right away that are going to improve behavior in your classroom and ultimately reduce your overwhelm. So if you want to kick drama to the curb and focus on real solutions that will help all children, then allow me to introduce you to executive function skills, my friend. And when you teach the way young children's brains grow and learn based on the science, then you're no longer fighting uphill battles all day long. You'll be working smarter and not harder. Here's a brief overview so you have some context for what I'm talking about. Let's start with defining executive function skills. They start developing from birth and continue into adulthood. And these skills help us function in the real world and do things like follow directions, order tasks, wait, start and complete tasks, categorize and sort, clean up, move and speak at the same time. That's a tricky one. Make decisions, take turns, problem solve, transition, identify our own emotions, identify the emotions of others, pay attention, control our own emotions, and get along well with others. This list includes the most important concepts we work on in our preschool classrooms, right? 
Each of the skills I listed falls under the umbrella of a specific executive function skill. The bottom line is that if we align our teaching practice with these skills, the result will be much healthier and happier children who will learn more because their needs are being met in the classroom. And when you make executive function skills a priority, your frustration levels and those of your students will be reduced. Listen, anyone can tell you what these skills are and why they're important, but what practically nobody out there is doing is telling you how you can do it in practical ways that will actually work in the preschool classroom. So that's why I chose executive function skills as the topic for this year's Sword of Success Summit. Each of the 18 sessions are jam-packed with aha, eye-opening moments to help you better understand how young children's brains learn and grow and how to align your instruction with the brain science and do it all while still meeting the standard. Tell me if you've ever encountered any of the following scenarios in your own classroom. Wiggly kids who just can't sit still. Kids who do anything but pay attention during circle time. A class that's always loud and talking over you. Children who struggle with transitions. Kids who just can't seem to take turns or even follow the simplest directions. Kids who struggle with cleaning up. Kids who wander during centers or they just dump and run instead of engaging with the activities. Kids who need help managing their big emotions. If any of that sounds familiar to you, then you don't want to miss the Sword of Success Summit this summer. The conference is free for all to attend each day from July 13th to the 16th. So be sure to invite anybody who has or works with young children. We also have lots of extras available like audio recordings, video replays, certificates of attendance, written transcripts, and more. When you upgrade your free ticket to an extended access pass. So if you want help understanding and responding to behaviors in your classroom, and you're ready to embrace the research to help young children thrive, not just in school, but in life, go to soartosuccesssummit.com to register today so you and your students can have the best year ever. I'll see you there July 13th to the 16th. Until next time, I'm Vanessa Levin, onward and upward. <music>